This episode involves a conversation between my friend Jenny and I. Uh, It's a little rough as far as the editing is concerned since we used the app to have a conversation between us on the phone. There were pieces and parts I thought I was going to be able to cut out, um, and I can't. So for whatever reason, that's not working for me. But I think that this episode is still a very good episode as far as just having real conversations with other moms about how we deal with things and what we deal with and just being honest about how how hard it is and I think that that's important for everybody to hear. So I hope you enjoy. Please bear with us on some of the technological complications um, and listen through. It's, it is a long conversation, uh, but I think it's very worthwhile. Are you there? Hello. Oh my God. I am so here. Great. Yay. This is great. Isn't it? I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> We're like so techy. It's a merge balls. <laughs> um, okay. So how well can you hear moi? I can hear you very well. What about you? I can hear you fine. I have got... I'm in my car, so it's wind. Other than that, it's fine. Um, yeah. I can get out whatever. So as we're figuring out what we want to say, we can cut pieces, parts out, and stuff like that if we decide to. Got it. So, um, so what I was thinking is obviously I said name calling was the topic because uh-huh. I thought you might have some insight as you have slightly older children yeah Um, but also perhaps a child that might uh what's what's the word I'm looking for like my child might be of a certain personality that incites other people to engage with them (laughs) sometimes (laughs) yeah (laughs) so anyway Lately, my child has been been called some of the worst things I could ever, ever imagine. Like, I am flabbergasted by the words coming out of these kids' mouths. Like, I, I don't, I'm confused as to where it's coming from because I, I guess they have more access to it than, than we did. And maybe I was just such a prude <laughs> that I just wouldn't think to call people that. Yeah. But we they're using words like uh, fag. Oh my queer, god. Um, trans freak we've had this year. <gasps> um, we've had the C-U-N-T, which I don't prefer to say. Yeah, I'm on, I'm, I'm right there with you. I don't like that one either. <laughs> I don't think, like, if you like that word, <laughs> you have problems. <laughs> <laughs> Either that or you're like really confident in yourself and your womanhood. Like that's true. Yeah. I just I don't know. I feel like that's like the worst word. And some kid, some boy of course heard that. And I was like, does he even understand what that means? And if he does, it's a hundred times worse. And I'm wondering, like, maybe maybe you didn't experience this the way I'm experiencing it. I'm like 
how is this always going unnoticed? Like, how come she's in now? She can probably exaggerate her stories. I pro- I'm sure I'm not getting the true story of what's happening because I know my child and I know how boisterous she could be. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't make it okay for these kids to say stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, did you, you know, did you tell on this person or did you what? I, well, you know, and she's embarrassed to do those things. And I totally understand. Yeah. And I'm like, what am I supposed to do besides go, like, tell me who these kids are so I can go talk to their parents so they can get in trouble. Yeah. So tell me, tell me what, what you got and what in the world I'm supposed to do. So oh, smart one. oh my god listen if i had answers for you i would have written a best-selling book and i'd be a millionaire right now hey hey what the heck man (laughs) now i'm wondering like how long was i talking before (laughs) i know well i literally said start telling me and we were saying like i don't have all the answers blah 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 and uh, like then i'm gone and yeah won't, like i keep trying to get back in it's like your audio is being processed like well but is it like, <laughs> why i didn't hang up <laughs> yeah <laughs> but okay so i think here's what i'm here's where i was um so sydney doesn't tell me a lot uh, there's a lot that probably goes on that I don't know. And it really sucks because she will say things like, oh, I've been bullied. And she won't tell yeah. me what it means. Like if I ask her, well, what do you mean by that? She just won't talk about it. And she yeah. said, you know, she says things like, oh, well, I just don't let it bother me anymore. Or, you know, I don't see those kids anymore. So it doesn't matter. Um, so it's frustrating but, you know, she's made herself, like, and I'm, I feel like she's got a few things going on, right? Like, she's got Asperger's, so she's got some autism qualities that have to do with, like, textures and things, right? But I want to know, like, is she wearing nothing right. but hoodies and t-shirts because she wants to be, yeah. like, hidden in plain sight? Or is that a texture thing and she just wants to be comfortable you know it's hard for me to to know that and it's just so frustrating i know and don't you like so last night sam's been doing decent like she really hasn't had too many we're doing counseling once a week we're on depression meds i mean we're trying to go to the gym we're, we're coming at it from every possible angle i can come at yeah. it from but when, when I'm trying to have a conversation with her, like last night, she wants to have, it's her birthday coming up. So she wants to have these two people come over that I am not a fan of. And she asked and she said, you know, you're probably not going to like this, but I'm going to ask anyway, kind of thing. That's fine. Cool. Well, when she asked, I was like, yeah, no, I'm not comfortable with them. Mainly because as she hangs out with them, they make poor choices mm. together. It's not just like minor stuff. It's it's big life altering, can't get your innocence back. Uh. So I'm not cool with that at all. And I so I told her, no, they can't spend the night. I said, but I what I will say is that if you want them to come over for a while, they could do that. Yeah. 
during waking hours, or we could go do something and they could come there and then you could have a couple of people spend the night so that I can sort of manage the situation a little bit more. And I, and I told her, I said, honestly, I'm not even really comfortable doing that, but I'm willing to make that concession so that you can have the birthday you want. And so then, you know, she gets into, she's upset and I probably upset her more by explaining my reasoning and bringing up the situations in which things got really out of hand and that I didn't like. So when, when that happens, she completely shuts down and she like will not speak. So then she goes to her room. She says, she's just going to go to bed, but I know better. I know that, you know, there's more to it than that. So I go in there and she's crying and I start talking to her and she like literally will not say a word. And I'm like, I, I just don't know how to help you if you cannot speak. Yeah. And I also don't know how to help you even further if you're going to be an adult someday, not that far off from now. And if you can't even just voice what's going on, I just don't know how you function that way. And we've been doing this for years at this point. So it's like, to me, we should be making some headway. And, and I think we have, it's just not a lot. It's like an inch. Yeah. When there's a pile to go. Oh yeah. And then usually like once that starts happening, you know, comes the, the emotions flow and it becomes like 8,000 other things that are bothering her and. It's, it's just stupid frustrating. Yeah. And I want to like bang my head into a wall or run away to like Hawaii or something yeah. great. Like, oh yeah, I know. So maybe they should make like a mom's support group or something. There should be because you can't do anything if your kid doesn't talk to you and you know, you can't make your kid talk to you and it's just this weird cyclical, like you could help if you knew more, but you don't get to know more and then you see that something's wrong. So you want to know more and then, you know, it just goes around and around. Yeah. And the more I talk to her, it depends on the day. It does depend on the mood sometimes, but a lot of times the more I pry at the stuff that's really important that I need to know more about, she gets, like, she clams up even more. Oh, yeah. And she, I mean, she does it at school. She does it everywhere. She cannot speak up for herself. She cannot voice what's going on. And I, I keep telling her, like, I don't know. How, I, if you can't tell me how to help you or at least just what's wrong, I don't know how to help because I'm not a doctor. I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm not a school counselor. I'm not any of these professions. I'm literally your biological mother. (laughs) That's what I've got. (laughs) And I didn't get a a handbook. They didn't pass that out to me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Um, I totally get that because there's so many times when I've been faced with just one issue or another where I'm like, why didn't anybody tell me about this? Why didn't anybody warn me? And how come I, 
I am so completely unprepared. <laughs> uh, you know. Yeah, so I guess off the not so much name calling stuff, but this is where I think a lot of Sophie's problems are derived is the inner self-esteem that comes from bullying. And to be honest, like if I see one more freaking stop the bullying t-shirt out of my kid's school, I, I want to burn them because it's like, you're not, no one's stopping anything. Yeah, It's worse, worse and worse. And my kid's coming home and bawling her eyes out because kids are evil middle schoolers specifically (laughs) but they're so cruel to each other and they have so much more knowledge of horrible things now it's just like ridiculous and and i just i just don't feel like enough attention is being drawn to the ones that are doing stuff i mean from what she tells me now of course i don't really know what's going on you know yeah but if if you went by sophie literally nothing ever is done to any of these kids you know and I know that that's not true I know some stuff's happened but yeah it's just whatever it's too much and it's all the time and it's just like how how are they supposed to get through all I can keep saying is like if I promise you it gets better and I promise you there's a point in your life where you stop caring you literally don't care what people think anymore and it's a freeing wonderful experience to have yeah i think the best thing that's happened for sydney is that they offer this program here um where they're dual enrolled in the high school and at community college and yeah she doesn't go to the high school anymore she goes she just goes to classes at the community college and Mm -hmm. she's Saying that she's like a new person is really overstating it, but she's so much more content because she's not at at the center of all of the drama, you know, and all of the issues that come with being in that environment. Even in high school, you know, she's a senior and it's, it's just there's so much pressure you know, to be a certain way or to act a certain way. And she's just not that kid. And she never has been. And, you know, when she goes to classes at the community college, she's been finding people who have similar interests. And, you know, and she's a lot more happy with herself. And I think it's because she's just been removed from that kind of toxic atmosphere. Yeah, and I actually, we just did high school orientation, scary. Wow. Uh, well, and we're, we've had a lot of trouble with school and middle school. Um, we didn't have those issues in elementary. I mean, you would have your occasional stuff. Middle school's really been a big, fat pain in the ass, to be honest. It's the worst. And I feel like I'm in middle school because I... I have to constantly track everything. Otherwise it will not get done. And it's just, it's an annoying battle. Anyway, what I was going to say was, I think that Sophie would benefit also from going to college while in high school. And I told her like, I, when I was a kid, I missed that deadline. Like I just didn't even like, no one told us about it. And then when I found out it was too late, and, you know, I told her, I said, I think you would really like that. I think that you would, you know, it would just be a better situation for you. I think you could kind of do what you want to do on some level, which would be really nice. So it's a ways off, but I think she would 
flourish there more than she would in a normal educated environment. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll, I guess we'll see. So I think like the whole point in wanting to chat with other moms, um, specifically ones I like, Mm -hmm. so you, (laughs) is that like the whole idea of the podcast is of Sophie sort of taking a break currently because she's having a rough time at the moment is like if we all actually are honest about what's happening and what we're dealing with perhaps uncovering that a little bit might help someone else yeah like i mean i tell other people i I tell a select few people how i really feel oh i know and at this point on the podcast i'm i don't care you can all know how i really feel i know (laughs) no well it's stupid it's ridiculous like it's so hard and i think like i keep saying that whole like pinteresty thing but it's true like i see like this week has been pictures of people's kids as valentine's day boxes like Uh, i used a freaking paper bag when i was in school like what the heck i know i know oh that's another thing so Sydney's got to go to talk to her guidance counselor to get some uh, stuff worked out for like her ACT or something. I don't remember. And she's got time tomorrow. And I said, well, why don't you just go on Thursday? You know, you don't have to be on campus. You can go to the high school. You can take care of this. And she's like, it's Valentine's Day and I cannot be there on Valentine's Day. And I said, what are you talking about? And then I realized as soon as she started saying it, you know, she said that there's flowers and there's kids who are in couples and, and it's this giant love fest and she's not part of it. And she said she just can't stand to be there because it bothers her so much. And I, well, that's a good self-awareness. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. But on the other hand, I feel bad Oh, in two respects, you know, first I feel bad that she feels like she's got to hide from it and that she can't just be like, "Ugh, it's Valentine's Day, but whatever, and go to the guy. The other reason I feel bad is like, she's seven. No, she's 18. Sorry, she's 18. and (laughs) She's never had a date. And she's, you know, there's a lot of expectation that by the time you're a certain age you should have a certain level of experience and she's just not there and it makes her feel bad about herself and I feel terrible when she brings that up with me and then says things like well you can't relate you don't know what I'm talking about because you had high school boyfriends and that's true I did you know so there there is one like we, ha- she and I have a lot in common, um, but that is one one area where I'm like, damn it, I can't relate exactly, you know. But I can say that everyone's had a time when they felt lonely, mm-hmm. you know, and I can relate in from that point of view. But yeah, it's this is just <laughs> Valentine's Day. <laughs> like, yeah. So now our now it's more like. Uh, why Valentine's Day sucks Um, (laughs) but she I think I could see her and or anyone that kind of fits her traits being so much more comfortable once high school is over yeah once that that 
is off your shoulders. You don't have to worry about it anymore. It's just like, it's like a weird box. I'm always, again, like so befuddled by the people that are like, oh, I wish I could go back to high school. Like the only part of going back to high school I would want would be not paying bills and not having a bad back. Those are the two things that I would like from that era. I know. (laughs) And maybe my weight. (laughs) Maybe. Yeah, I think I'd like to have that weight back. That would be nice. But even still, I wouldn't trade the weight for high school. I was not, I did not care for high school. I, I wasn't part of a big group of, I don't like to say I wasn't popular. Not every, most people weren't popular. You know, but I wasn't really part of a big accepted kind of group. I was sort of out on the fringes and, and it wasn't just that. It was just like, I hated the social structures of high school and the drama and the way the girls treated each other. And I would never go back to that. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And that's where that whole, like, it, it takes years after high school, but that's where at some point, most people grow out of caring so much about what other people think or say it still hurts yeah I'm not gonna lie when a certain other child's other parent (laughs) would say horrible things about me and I would find out I'm like I would get really hurt and really offended because one of my things is you're not allowed to not like me unless I don't like you first and I know that that's really like an unfair rule, but I feel like that's the way it is. So if I don't like you, then you cannot like me. That's fine. But if it's the other way around, not cool. Well, at the very least, just keep your mouth shut, right? Like, you don't have to. Right. Like, what does it matter? Why are adult women <sighs> belittling other people? Like, I just, that's the part I don't get. Like, what is it doing you any good? It just honestly it makes you look bad. And I mean, it did its job at the time. It made me upset. I didn't like it. Right. Right. But for the most part, I mean, I obviously, I get over that a lot faster than I would at a younger age, for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. There are... I'm going to tell you right now, I'm pulling in to pick up, <laughs> side note, multitasking, uh-huh. pulling in to pick up my Valentine's Day chocolate-covered uh, strawberries for my mother. Are you at Mally's? <laughs> No, um, Denise makes them. Oh, okay. I'll only get them from Denise. She is the only one that matters to me. I don't know where she is, though. I'm in front of Mr. Bulky's, and I do not see her. So I'm going to do this and talk to you, because I can do that. Yeah. Unless, I mean, I can cut this part out, (laughs) and then we can wrap up. (laughs) Oh, what else is going on? Oh, there she is. I see her. We have a big dinner uh, the first Friday in April for work. And so I'm all tied up and ready. Oh my God, it's so long. I hate it. Why? I want it cut off so bad. Why? I hate it. I don't have time. Oh. I'm on the phone with Jenny on the podcast right now. I'm <laughs> multitasking. Yeah. Too she said I was multitasking. That's yeah. what we do. They don't want. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Give me those. Ooh, ooh. It's so cold. It's so cold. I'm getting chocolate dipped potato chips. Oh, no. That's our first thing. And then a lot of strawberries. Yeah. Ooh. Because I just spent how long telling you that Valentine's Day sucks, but here I am. Right. 
Thanks, lady. You're the best. I think I'm actually going to, what time is this, four? I might even just drive to Wadsworth right now. I got to give them to my mom. Hmm. Where they go? And how long do they last in the refrigerator? A couple days. Yeah, I should probably take Does them the to her. I don't know. I came from this way. I'm scared to go that way, but I need to. I came from Kent. We've backed up for miles. Uh, I don't know how to get home the other way or back that way. The other just way. go down. Oh wait, you're going to Farallon. Oh. Oh yeah, go over through the falls and go like by Blossom and Steel's Corners. She's making really weird faces at me. Portage Trail. Can you go on eight? Yeah. Um, put in your phone and put avoid um, highways. You can change the settings to avoid highways. Okay. Um. <laughs> okay. Uh... Is there a setting thing? Was 8 north backed up or 8 south? Oh, well, that's not going to help you. Okay, so go through. You're going to want to go over by Stan Hewitt then from here. So you turn left when you go out there onto Howe, and that'll get you into, like, the North Hill area. And then you can kind of, go, like, go the back way over by Stan Hewitt. And then know I'll how to do that. Put it in your phone and just start driving that way. It'll help you. Go under the expressway and keep going on this road. Can I put in here take out yes. the expressway? Yeah. How? I don't know. Give me your phone. Watch us. I've watch. already put it in the hand through. Like, watch me drop it. Um, oh, that's not it. I don't like this. Um, you have an iPhone, don't you? Yeah. Oh, that's not it either. <laughs> I don't know how to ooh, ooh. Well, where did it go? I saw a little settings thing. Hang on. Ooh, ooh, ooh. You have a text. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jenny. That's okay. <laughs> ooh, ooh. Route options. Avoid highways. Done. Start. 30 Menindos. But you are making me incredibly homesick. Yeah. <laughs> I have to pee. No, it should be. I hit start. Okay. Okay, if you get lost, it's not my fault. <laughs> That's true. Let's hang out. Okay, you always say that. I know. Like eight years. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so busy. My kid takes up all my time. Uh. She needs... All the minutes. I'm in freaking eighth grade, Denise. I'm in eighth grade. A little bit of, so annoyed. Seriously, I'm in eighth grade. Like, I'm like, I just emailed two teachers today. And Sophie's like, oh, I didn't understand this assignment, blah, blah, blah. And then the teacher tells me, yeah, that was assigned like a week and a half ago. And we did yeah. it in class and blah, blah, blah. She said she's almost done with it because she also told me she couldn't bring it home. And the teacher said she was told to bring it home. <gasps> I don't know. They like, seriously, how do you lie that much? Yeah, no, thank you. I don't want that either. I don't think. Better than lying. 
yeah that's true yeah i'll take that over lying any day but i don't i don't get it all right go to Farallon. i gotta figure out how to get to my mom's house from here okay girls okay bye that was exciting yeah so homesick (laughs) come home oh i you know what we actually talked about it and then i got offered this job and i love it so much that i just can't stand the idea of leaving the job okay well can you work remotely (laughs) (laughs) well a big part of my job is meeting with committee members and donors and party planning so no well that's too bad yeah so okay so anyway um i'm debating on if there's anything else that what else do you what okay let me ask you a couple questions how about that perfect and i'm going to chop this up and i'll make this our intro rather than the end cool what is your least favorite thing about motherhood Mm. the worry like the constant worry and not just about like are they making the right choices but like did I do a good job raising them so that they'll make the right choices and then right then just worry about their safety and well-being in general like you know, my mom told me and my mother-in-law told me, like, then when you're a mother, that's what you do. You worry. And, yeah. you know, when somebody older tells you something, you're like, yeah, I'm sure, whatever. And then you experience it. And it's not only true, but it's overwhelming. Yeah. And you're like, son of a whatever. They were right again. Exactly. And the last person. Oh, God the last person you ever want to admit is right is your mother-in-law so <laughs> oh for me that's different i i love my mother-in-law i have the best mother-in-law ever. well to be honest we're on much better terms now uh than we had been in the past so I, I guess it's a little bit of a it's a little bit of a jab that might not be fair because you know we're in a better place but even still. yeah i mean i don't like anybody telling me how to do something yeah for the most part like i i i have a tendency to like hide in my shell when that stuff happens but i'm trying to be better about that yeah yeah me too okay so do you have a favorite thing about motherhood yeah um i I don't know how common this is but um, I expected when my kids hit their teenage years that they would start to hate me because teenagers, uh, or at least not hate, but like really not want to be around and just generally be, they, you know, like just ignore me. Right. But my right. favorite thing with my kids has been that they've wanted to be around me and Steve and you know, they want to spend time with us and we have a lot of really good talks. Oh, the talks are my favorite. The talks are my favorite when we get to actually talk about important things. Um, and I'm getting to a place right there right now with David with that. 
especially. Yeah. So it's like, I because I can't. That would. That's on my list for sure. Like sometimes when they come to you and you have those like monumental chats and then you're like, oh my God, did I actually do something right? Like, please write this down so the next time I'm having the worst moment, I can remember that somewhere deep inside, they still come to me and they know to come to me. Right. And those chats never come out of anything that's planned. They're always out of the blue. You know, and that is part of what makes them so great because they're unexpected. Yeah. Like Isaac is, you know, he's turning 18, he's graduating all that good stuff. And he, he's really good about, I mean, he works, he works at the school, he works at his other job, he goes to school, he's busy kid. Yeah. You know, and you know, he's got another household that he visits as well. So he's gone a lot. But, you know, and he does spend his alone time in his room and plays his guitar and does, you know, typical teenage stuff. But I always love it when he's like, well, I'm going to come downstairs and hang out with you for a little bit. Like, it's like he does that on his own. Like, occasionally I'll say, hey, you know, stay down here with me or whatever. But it's more and more that he's doing it on his own. Maybe like, I think. I think some of that maybe a little bit is like they kind of know that they're on the precipice of like real life. Right. And they they're they're sort of holding on to the parental thing a little bit more and then like in David's case, he's out there so he needs you guys. Yeah. Yeah. I know Sherry at like Bryden for his first week or so. I don't know how David was, but Bryden was like you know, constantly calling her and checking in with her or whatever. It was really cute, I thought, because, like, and he even, like, oh, my God, he sent her some messages that it was, like, I want my kid to say that to me. Uh, Like, it was, like, thank you so much. I realize, like, what you guys have done for me, and I'm really appreciative, and I'm, like, oh, my God, that's, like, all you ever want to hear. Right. No, we kind of had the opposite experience when David... (laughs) moved into school it was like he was there and he was completely immersed and he sort of forgot about us for a little while um because he was just so I think he was just so excited about the 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 new freedom and you know he didn't just move into a regular dorm at college he moved into the arts village so everybody else in his dorm is majoring in art too and you know, so he's really found this interesting little niche that um, that he's very happy with. And so sometimes I, it makes me a little sad. But on the other hand, I feel like if he's confident enough that he doesn't, you know, that he's not crazy homesick all the time, you know, then maybe I did the right things. And maybe Steve and I raised a really good, independent, responsible person, you know. Yeah, I mean, I think that I, I would be sad yeah. and miss them. Yeah. But at the same time, I would be probably majorly patting myself on the back that that's, that's a good independent kid that's really doing their own thing. And like, to me, it, I, I struggle with this too. It's like, everything's relevant to kind of who you are and what your frame of reference is. Mm-hmm. I'm super, super independent and always was always will be so to me that's success yeah 
right? Yeah. <laughs> but like, that's not success for everybody. I mean, you have to be on some level independent so you can take care of yourself, but. I know. Um, Steve said to me recently that the point of parenting is not to raise good kids or well-behaved kids. It's to raise responsible adults. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think I could. But not asshole. What? <laughs> and they're not assholes. Not assholes. Right. Oh, like, God. One of the things that Isaac does, too, is, like, he's so, he has excellent manners. Mm-hmm. Like, he may be, I, I don't want to call, he's not a pig. He's not your typical teenager that's super messy and whatever. Yeah. I may consider some things, you know, forgetful and messy and whatever. But, you know, that's my OCD talking. Right. But when it comes to, like, other people, like, he actually is very just conscious of, you know, helping take care of a bill or opening doors for people and just things that not everybody, even adults our age are doing anymore. And it's a good quality to have. I think he'll be, he'll be a good dad slash husband slash whatever, because he's in tune with that. He's very empathetic in general, maybe almost to a fault. Yeah. I get that too. Yeah. I'm trying to think if I have one other question for you. Okay, I do. I have one other thing. Mm-hmm. Not not necessarily motherhood related. Mm-hmm. What is your biggest battle this week? Oh. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> so it's probably motivation this week. Because um, I had I worked like eleven hours on Saturday, and so even though it's already Wednesday, I'm still feeling kind of exhausted. From, yeah, from working, um, and, and that's that makes me it makes me feel lousy when I'm because I love my job, and it makes me feel lousy when I open up my computer and I'm like, ugh, I just don't want to do this. So are you mentally exhausted more so than the physical aspect of it? Yeah. 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 Um, and the funny thing is the event I worked on Saturday, it wasn't mine. It was in Naples. Um, but I had to spend the whole day studying everything that went on so that when my dinner comes in April, I'm prepared, you know? Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, we have a lot of stuff like that, too, at work. It's like, you know, and it it is, it's so hard to find some sort of motivation. My issue, well, I have a similar problem, but my biggest thing this week is trying to figure out a game plan for myself so that I can actually have some self-care time yeah amongst figuring out how to keep motivating Sophie all the time because she right now is in and has been for the last two years in constant need of pushing and motivation and comfort and whatever else and it is so draining I never have any time to do anything for me Yep. And that's frustrating. 
So it's like, I just, I, I like to say in my head somewhere like, well, there'll be time when, and everybody tells you not to do that. And that's not how you need to function because obviously what if there isn't? And it's like, there has to be some sort of balance. The Libra in me says there's balance somewhere. I just haven't figured out where. Yeah. Last Friday, I left the office a little early because I was going to have to drive to Naples Friday night. And so I went and I got a manicure and I sat down and the lady asked me how I was doing. And I realized it was the first thing I had done for myself in probably about two months or more, maybe, Mm -hmm. you know, um, and it's funny because I used to be really, really good at the taking time out for self care thing, but I don't know what's happened in the last few months. I'm just, I guess I've, I've just been sort of in giving tree mode. Yeah. Well, and it's like, you know, it's, it's a lot of work stuff, work ebbs and flows. And sometimes just takes too much out of you to really focus on. Yeah. Like there's, there's a cap somewhere of the amount of things one can handle at a time. Yeah. I constantly, feeling like I'm at the max of that cap and I'm not really sure. And yet somehow I continue to say yes to things I should not say yes to. And I'm like, oh, let me start a podcast. That's a great idea, which it is. I'm super happy and comfortable doing it. And I think it's a good thing. And I, I, you know, I think we've got some listeners and I I hope more people will want to chat But at the same time, it's like, oh, now I have to find time to edit this and I have to move things around. And it's just like, I don't know. I just never say no. And I don't know why that is, but I I really don't ever say no. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. I need to work on that. (laughs) Totally. Okay. So how are you going to motivate yourself tomorrow? Well... That's a good question. Oh, you know what I'll do? I know this sounds so cheesy. I will sit down as soon as I get to my desk and I will make myself a to-do list. Mm -mm, That doesn't sound cheesy at all. I love to-do lists. Yeah. I always feel like if it's there and it's visual and then it's, then it's something that's manageable, you know? And if it's cross-offable. Yeah. Because that's totally worth it. Yeah. Well, (laughs) kind of. I started and... You know, I, I first, when I first saw bullet journaling, I was like, uh, who has time for that garbage? You know, with all the flowery yeah. lettering and stuff, but just yeah. trying to find a way to get my work stuff organized because I'm constantly doing two or three things at the same time. Right. Found, I like, I looked at bullet journaling and I looked at like the most simplified way to do it. And oh my gosh, it's been a game changer. It's really made my work a lot more productive and more enjoyable sometimes because I don't feel like what's out there and that it's just like all coming down on me. Yeah. Maybe I should look at that. I think Sophie would like it. Yeah. I don't know too much about it. Um, I'll have to you know, take some time, some extra time that I have. Yeah, I know. Right. (laughs) I mean, I do, I have a, I have like a to-do thing at work and I always buy the same kind of planner because I really like the way it's set up. Yeah. And to be honest, it's it's a day-to-day one, 
I am no longer in the position. There's just too many things happening at once that I used to be able to kind of like block things out from day to day and be like, okay, this day I'm going to try and work on these things. And sometimes things would flow over into other days or the whole week or whatever. But now I'm to the point where I still use the same thing, but it could really just be lined paper at this point because I cannot like things just go the whole week. Basically. It's like, if I can knock most of it out for the week, then I'm pretty proud of that. And then maybe some, a couple things get transferred over to the next page. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll consider that a win. Oh, you know what I found that I really, really like? It's an app called Dailyo. Oh. And it's not for keeping organized. Sorry, this is a little bit of an aside. Um, it's a daily micro journal. And so every day at the end of the day, it prompts you. It gives you like a push notification, asks you. It's got like smiley faces from like really, really sad to really, really happy. And it asks you what your mood is for the day. And then uh, gives you like different activities that you can check off that you did. And then a little bit of space to write in like what you did that day. Mm. I really love it because it helps me to kind of at the end of every day, it helps me kind of get focused and like review everything that's gone into that day. And um, it makes me more mindful. That's probably the best word for it. Yeah, I actually, um, I was super good at this, you know, like right after New Year's for a whole week, like most Mm -hmm. resolutions. I had a journal next to my bed and I was just a little notebook thing. And every day I would write three things that I wanted to accomplish the next day, like little things like drinking up water or go to the gym or whatever. I think I was putting stuff even as simple as like, wash my face before I go to bed because I'm horrible about that right and it was actually kind of cool because then every night when you look you're like oh I didn't do that yeah (laughs) you know maybe the next day you're like okay I want to mark this off today so I know I should do it so I I should probably start doing that again because it was pretty motivating for me I'm I'm a goal person so I like to have like if something's looming like that I'm more in tune to doing it yeah so same idea. Maybe I would be better about it if it was an app. I don't know. I think I would forget you know? about it if it weren't for that notification at the end of every day. Yeah. And do you set the time for it to notify you? No, but you can like push it off until later and then it'll come back up later. Oh, okay. Well, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Well, we have a solid 41 minutes and if that other four minutes or whatever we (laughs) whatever was on there before yeah so I think we're good so if you are interested in continuing to follow along I might reach out to you again for other things or if you come up with something like I don't know some particular topic that you find either frustrating or um, a win would be nice once in a while oh yeah we have It'd be nice to celebrate those with someone once in a while, too. That's cool. I would love that. And just to let you know, I brought the idea of a podcast up with Sydney. And she asked what we would talk about. And I said, well, you're in this transitional period right now. You're getting ready to go away to college. And you have a whole set of circumstances that most kids your age don't have. And she's like, oh, yeah, I'd talk about that. So 
Awesome. Hopefully I can get that organized and off the ground. Yeah, well, if you do that, then you guys can be our guests and we can swap back and forth. Exactly. Make sure that we're letting people know. I mean, I think, like, I'm not not promoting this app. It was literally the first one I looked up. Mm -hmm. But it's, but I am promoting it because it's easy. It's, like, so simple. I mean, here we are doing our phone call thing and I'm driven from one end of the earth to the other at this point. I'm still not at my destination. Yeah. And. And we're getting our stuff done. And I think, like, sound quality-wise, it's pretty good. You have to be a little careful about background noise and stuff. Yeah. But ultimately, it's it's pretty cool. So do you just, when you sit with Sophie or record on your own, do you just sit with your phone? Or you- yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't have a microphone. Um, a lot of people, I'm in some groups now that, you know, other podcasters are in just to kind of listen to what they say and learn from them. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them do have microphones. And maybe at some point we'll, we'll go that route. But right now I think the quality is fine like I listen to podcasts like a lot during the day when I'm either to and from work or even at work like if I need to focus I don't I don't focus enough on what's happening in the podcast but I'll listen to it just to kind of keep me in the zone on what I'm doing instead of being distracted by other stuff in the office yeah and so I think quality wise, you know, it's, it's not production value of some of the, you know, very well sponsored and funded podcasts, but it's, it's good enough to listen to and it's not distracting in any way. So right. I feel like for now we'll keep it as it is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you there. And you can, the cool thing about this one too, is that you can actually edit it on your computer. Oh, nice. So I do a lot on my phone, but when it comes to the editing part, I actually log in to the computer because it's easier to move things around and chop stuff up. Oh, I prefer that. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. It's so much easier. And right now, like, for example, I have two different episodes that I'm currently drafting. Mm -hmm. So like you and I are in a new one and I've got a lot of snippets of our like the day-to-day kind of stuff and sort of my commentary that's in a different one and they're they both need edited quite a bit but you can kind of have multiple things going so if you guys have something that you're chatting about and that just happens to come up one day but you're not ready to like approach the subject just yet Mm -hmm. you can organize it that way Oh, cool yeah it's pretty cool I like it yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to go home and I'm supposed to take Sydney out tonight to um, Golden Girls Trivia. <laughs> nice. So, <laughs> I'm going to go home and get stuff ready so I can make dinner so that we can eat before we leave. Okay, good. And do like do some cramming on Golden Girl Trivia before you go. Yeah, I don't need to. I'm I'm pretty well versed in my Golden Girls information. <laughs> It's embarrassing to be true, but. (laughs) That's awesome. Well, um, make sure you text me later and let me know if you won. I will. (laughs) I will, definitely. (laughs) Okay. Well, thanks for being on the podcast. My pleasure. I'll talk to you again soon. All right. Bye. Bye.